Welcome to the Nutrition Insight Project. I'm Hannah Saffold, your podcast host. I'm a dietitian, educator, creator, and mom. Here I'll be sharing with you my journey working on creating change in the nutrition world. We'll talk about all things nutrition and we'll go on some tangents too. I'm going to let my curiosity take the lead and I'm so excited you're here. Let's jump right in. Welcome to or welcome back to the Nutrition Insight Project podcast. I'm Hannah, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate your time, attention, and support. How are you doing, my friend? I hope you are doing well and enjoying the transition from summer to fall. Uh, I know the leaves are changing where I live, uh, seeing some beautiful orange, yellow, red colors coming through. I really love fall. For me, fall feels like there's a renewal. And I think perhaps it's from all those years of being in school where it was a new school year. Now having kids uh, that are also starting school in the fall, right? It's um, time of fresh beginnings. You know, we don't have to wait till January 1st. I mean, all of it's somewhat arbitrary, but the changing of the seasons definitely feel like a time of reflection, reevaluation, and yeah, checking in. So for today's podcast, I wanted to share with you um, a bit of a story. So (laughs) this does link back to nutrition work, so you'll have to bear with me. (laughs) Hopefully you enjoy it. So last weekend... I completed a trail race, running race, uh, about two hours from where I live out at the ocean. So I live in the Pacific Northwest. And so I woke up really early, excited for this race. Now, if you've been following me or know me in real life, you'll know that I've been a runner for a long time and I've been trail running specifically for probably about five years and I love it because it is so much of an adventure and it just forces you to be in the moment and there are moments where you just feel so alive so playful and can really tap into that animal part of us (laughs) so and of course I love nature too so that's a bonus and I will always stop and look at the animals and the birds and the different even the different like slugs and uh salamanders that I might see on the trail where I live there's a also banana slugs so that is fun too anyway so I woke up bright and early um getting ready for the race and this race I have to say I didn't really train that well for <laughs> I have been focusing more on strength training, and I did do a race back in July, which was um, 50K, so that's about 31 miles. So I thought, you know, I probably still, I'm in pretty good shape to finish this race. So this was a 20-mile race that that I was doing at the coast. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's less, but what I didn't factor in, which I probably should have. I know I know enough to know. Uh, what I didn't factor in was that there was 4,000 feet of climbing. And 4,000 feet 
is a lot. <laughs> you know, if you're hiking and you're going up a decent hill, a lot of times it's like 200, 300 feet. So 4,000 feet is a lot of elevation. So, and I knew that, but I thought, you know what? I can just hike the hills like I normally do. And I'm pretty, pretty good at downhills. I really like the fast feet downhill, picking your steps, finding your line, going down the trail. So I was like, okay, like, we'll see how that goes. I'm just going out to have fun. So I get up early. I drive out there in the dark, get out to the coast. It is a beautiful morning, crisp fall morning. The moon had been almost full. And so it was like um, still out as the sun was rising. It was so beautiful. And the ocean, it's like this jagged, coast on the Pacific Northwest where you're kind of up on a cliff and the ocean is down below you. So I'm driving along, just feeling it, (laughs) listening to my music. I'm by myself, just driving. So I get to the race. Everything's pretty good. Get my bib, get some coffee, do my little pre-race routine, go to the bathroom and such. And we get going. (laughs) So we get going. I'm feeling excited, feeling the stoke fill in the community and it is beautiful and I'm smiling and I'm just thinking you know what success means for me how much fun can I have on this race you know forget about pace forget about all that like how much fun can I have so I I, I'm like feeling it Uh, I get to the section where the first hill starts to happen so there's three major climbs and so I was like climbing and when I'm climbing on the trail I'm hiking you know if it's a like a slight incline I'm definitely still jogging but if it's big incline steep incline I'm definitely hiking so I'm hiking this hill and it is like a monster of a hill and I of course start thinking oh man I got two more of these climbs oh geez and my body's starting to feel starting to feel it so get up to the top and I just have so much fun on that descent it is really 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 nice so I'm still pretty good mindset here second climb things are still okay I'm hanging in we get to the we got to the aid station so I grab um, some coke which is a trail running thing Um, coca-cola I grabbed some food and I grabbed a gel And of course I have food in my pack too that I brought. So doing pretty good on the nutrition front. I always try to prioritize that. Makes sense being a dietitian. But anyway, so get climbing on the second hill. Pretty good. Just it's it's slow and steady. I'm just making my way. And as I get kind of close to the top, I start to start to really feel it in the legs. And then when I get to the downhill, my knees start, I start to feel it in my knees. And around mile 12 of a 20 mile race, I was pretty low. I started to, um, yeah, just feel, feel some pain in my knees. I started to question myself, question why I didn't do more long runs, why I didn't do more elevation training. Um, and I kind of lost myself a little bit. And as hard as that was, I just said, you know what, I'm just going to keep moving forward. So I just did. And they were slow miles. And like I said, my knees and my hips were screaming at me a little bit. 
Um, and I just, I focused on my nutrition and I just kept going. And <laughs> towards the end of the third climb and down the backside of the last, the last descent, I was <laughs> going so slow that several people were passing me and I was noticing how it was impacting me. And I tried to think to myself, when someone would pass me, this is something I try to do. I try to think, may you be well, may you be well. So instead of thinking, oh, they're passing me, I tried to kind of give them good vibes. And at the same time, I have to say, it was kind of uh, demoralizing to just keep getting passed, keep getting passed, because I was moving um, pretty slow. So anyway, so I'm like, oh my gosh, this race was a total bust. Like, I can't believe I was such in a negative headspace for so much of it. And I started getting down on myself for getting down. And right around mile 17, I knew that the last bit of the race, uh, which was also the first part of the race, was on, um, was on the road, was on uh, cement. And so, and it was pretty flat because it was, come, it was like going through the neighborhoods, uh, along the coast to get to the trails. So I kept telling myself, well, at least you know you'll have those flat miles um, at the end. And so I was like, well, we'll see how my knees are gonna feel because usually when I'm running on cement, my knees hurt more, <laughs> my joints hurt more because of the impact. So I'm like, well, okay, well, we'll just see what happens. And as I got to that section, I was really pleasantly surprised that my knees and my joints actually felt fine. And not only fine, but they actually felt pretty good. And so I start running again at a decent clip and I see about maybe 200 yards in front of me, the person, the last person who had passed me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna see if I can catch that person. I'm just gonna see. And I'm like, you know what? The story has not been written yet. The story about this race has not been written yet, and I have a choice. So I try to pick it up. <laughs> and at this point in a race where my legs are shot, I mean, picking it up is all relative. Um, but I pick it up, and I see that the person in front of me is actually starting to walk. So I'm like, okay, here's my chance. Just, just jog. Just don't. Whatever I did, I was like, just don't walk. <laughs> so I put it on, and I proceed to push myself and dig into a place that I don't normally get to even in races where I was like okay I'm just gonna see if I can pass so I end up passing her and I give her a wave and a little hello and pass her and I see the other last three people who had passed me were also like within reach so within the last two miles of that race I passed four people and not that it's about beating other people, but it was more about the idea that I, in my, in my head, had thought that the race was just going to be um, a negative for me. That I was like, hey, that race didn't go well. But at the end, I changed my attitude. And I was able to move through that negative headspace and get to a place where I pushed. And then in the end, I really felt proud of myself for picking myself up and ending on such a strong feeling note. So the moral of that story is this idea that the story 
is not already written. So if you are in the midst of a time in your life where things are really hard or certain parts of your life feel like a big struggle, or if you're going into future into the future uh, worries about the future or anxiety about the future or if you're coming up against stories that you have in your mind about who you are or who you're destined to be that don't align with who you want to be, this is a reminder that the story has not been written yet and that you have the power to rewrite the ending of your story. You can flip that script at any moment and say, you know what? This is going to be different. I can make this different. It's not over yet. So I hope the story of my last race can maybe inspire you to look at something in your life that you might be thinking is uh, something you're stuck in. And look at that and see if there's a way that you can change your own change that story change the way you're thinking about something um what if everything turned out actually turned out okay you know a lot of times we're having to sit in moments of waiting for results or we're having to put our efforts into something and not knowing what the outcome's going to be sometimes our minds want to go to the worst case scenario they want to go to the negative story that could happen in the future So this is an invitation to think about what if that's not true? What if the story could actually be the positive version of that story? It could just as equally be that things turned out okay. What if things just turned out okay? So I wanted to leave you with that story and it's something to ponder about are there stories that you might be telling yourself that are keeping you stuck or that you're telling yourself that um, tend to sabotage any efforts that you're making towards positive behavior changes or positive emotional changes. So I hope today's message finds you well. My apologies for the background noise. I wanted to capture this story and this sentiment before too much time had passed. So I wanted to hop on, say hello and share and wish you well, my friends. If no one tells you today, remember, you're enough, you're loved, and you are worthy of healing. All right. Be well. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Nutrition Insight Project podcast. Please rate and review if you've enjoyed what you've heard. Hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have nutrition friends or dietitian friends or anyone who you might think would like the podcast, please share. Word of mouth is the best way to get the podcast out into the world. If this is something that speaks to you and you want more information about any of my offerings, please reach out at nutritioninsightproject at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions on topics you'd like me to cover or guests that you'd like me to have on, or if you would like to be a guest, also please reach out. You can find me on the social media places at Nutrition Insight Project 
or Hannah Saffold. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day and that you have found value in today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.